Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I am Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, opening up your closet. I think I left a <laughs> sweater in there and I am demanding to see you know what? which I, I tried one. I it for you. <laughs> Oh, no, I need to see it. I need to see if Josh Wiggler's in there. I need to see if Adam Humphrey's in there. Ariel, like who's in there? Out of what podcasters are you constantly cheating on me with is currently in your closet. I know for a fact that there's a lot of PSR merch in that closet. I know for a fact. There's one thing I know. There's the other podcast that you podcast Mm -hmm. for. Tons of shit in that closet. So I need to know. Because the two of us are going to the Pisces of the world. I only cheat on you with Pisces, yeah. Well, I mean, a Libra here and there. Libras are Pisces, that's it. That's all that's allowed. I think you podcasted with a Gemini once. That was a choice. (laughs) Um, But nonetheless, we're taking over and we're going to kick you to the curb and you are going to be butt ass naked. How about that? Oh, my. Yeah, I think it's in Chad Michael Murray's contract that anytime he appears on a show, he has to show off 
his abs. Yeah. The man is trash. I once and for all, yeah. I am. I felt like he was trash. He is trash. I don't need to see his face on my television anymore. However, pretty surprised that we might not see. I don't know in what capacity we're going to see him, but I don't think that uh, right. Chad yeah, because Michael the Murray, way it, yeah, has a six episode arc. I feel like that's a little small for him. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with him. Um, yeah. Some softcore porn situation happening this As episode. Hardly. Hardly. hardly hard, not. I mean, uh, we'll get not to it. Not at all. We'll get to it. Um, But yeah, we're here talking season five, episode seven. Yeah. Nope, six. High anxiety. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what's uh what you're up to do you have any high anxieties that you want to get into before <laughs> you know we don't we we used to back in the day talk about like yeah you know what are like what we're into these days you know what like, i'm gonna tell you i had a homeowner win this morning oh do tell me because i don't know so, what this is yeah this isn't so, a bit i really don't no, know this is not a bit so last night i went to flush a toilet and water was leaking where the tank and like the seat connect, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I was like, well, that's not good. <laughs> so I Every was like, Every single time you flush, you get a flood. Doesn't sound yeah. good. I mean, it was only a little bit of water and it was only when you flush, but I was like, you know what? I It's too late. I'm not sober. I, I don't know how to handle this. So I put a towel there and I was like, that's a morning issue. Then that's a tomorrow problem. Yeah, that's a future Jessica issue. Yeah. So I woke up this morning and I was trying to fix it. And the first thing I did was like take off the toilet top and I was trying to screw in the screws to tighten it, but it's like, you know, there's water and it's like they're rusted because there's, they're in water, like literally all the time. Right. So then I like, you know, do the thing that I always do, which is call my dad because he's a contractor and he knows things like this. Mr. Sterling's very generous. He is, but he was in the shower. So I was chatting with my mom, whatever, whatever. And then as soon as I hang up with her, she's like, oh, he's in the shower. I'll have him call you back. As soon as he hangs, they hung up, I like reach underneath because I was like trying to figure out which bolt the water was coming out of. And I realized there's nuts under there and you just tighten those guys instead. And then yeah. guess what? And that worked. I fucking fixed it. Now, how, how do the nuts get loose? I think it's just over time. Like, I literally think it's like, if you think about it, like you sit on the toilet, it kind of like moves, you know, it's sure. like anything where over time, you just need to tighten those bitches up. So <laughs> FYI, mm-hmm. if your toilet leaks from the tank onto the seat part, you just tighten those little nuts and you're good to go. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I was very proud of myself and I did it almost all by myself. All Will had to do was help me reconnect the tank to the the lid. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so- I thought that you were going to give me a TV show that you really like. (laughs) No, toilet sagas. We're talking about toilets. Also, can I tell you what else I've been doing all the time? Uh, Yes, please. I don't really have any new shows I've been watching, and so Mm -hmm. instead, what I've been doing is binging old Jenna Marbles videos. Oh yeah. So, um, for anybody that's not familiar with Jenna Marbles, so she was a very prominent YouTuber, probably one of the first um i think she might have started perhaps on like oh what was the vine vine like maybe i don't know i think she was always on youtube but like she certainly was around during the vine era like she was around when youtube videos you had to make them like two minutes or less or people wouldn't watch them right yeah so she was a comedian like a, a lot of the times in early youtube days 
20, 2007 or whatever. Yeah. You, you were like a beauty YouTuber or you made like these wacky skit videos. She was more so like on the wacky skit side, but she was yeah. a comedian. She was really funny. And as she got older, her content changed up. Like I think her most popular video back in the day was like how to like trick yourself into being hot like a hot yeah girl. there were yeah and that was like the one of the two minute videos but then up into around like 2019 ish 2020 she was doing more of like i'm gonna put a hundred layers of makeup on my face i'm gonna make my face into a disco ball yeah i'm going to like make my face camouflaged with our chair a like, lot of a lot dog of weird, content a lot of dog well. stuff because and i love had... the dog content so she when we first met jenna she had a chihuahua named marble which is hence jenna marbles and then eventually she got two uh italian greyhounds named kermit Kermit and peach yeah and then eventually they started fostering or adopting uh larger greyhounds like uh, greyhound rescues that yeah retired greyhound and we loved the dogs like we love the the dog content they always celebrated their birthdays which made me so happy always had like big birthday parties but um you know as things happen in the youtube galaxy especially when you start making videos in the earlier days uh when um I would say that, you know, more inappropriate jokes were the brand of comedy that people really liked back then. And we're, well, that and we're like accustomed to it too because we see it a lot in the 90s stuff that we watch that like really off color jokes that wouldn't be made now or like wouldn't be laughed at now. Correct. Yeah. She had some like older content that obviously didn't age well. And she had like, and this was all during, remind me, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this all during the like 2020 stuff with like BLM and all that? Or was it Mm, before that? It could have been before that. So I think like the catalyst was, um, it it was a time where a lot of YouTubers were getting canceled for inappropriate content. The main person that I'm thinking of is Shane Dawson, who when you and I first met, we both were fans of Shane Dawson. However, things started coming out where, you know, some more inappropriate and we can talk about if we think that was just or not why all these people get canceled. But I don't think that's the point at the, the moment. But the thing that is, is that what Jenna did was, um something and she addressed it and she apologized for it but um she also was like you know what um this is not good for my mental health like I don't want to live day by day worried that I'm going to get canceled and worried that I am disappointing people I mean like she even made like this whole like two-hour video about how like she accidentally put a fish in like a, a smaller tank than it would have been happy with and she, she felt yeah. so bad so the reason why i'm saying this is because she just decided like i'm off the internet completely she does not post on instagram she does not post yeah on she's been off social YouTube. media and it has for like been two for years two years and her fiance or husband he still twitches and we hear yeah. like things we get up that way some yeah. a little bit but um so that's why jess is watching jenna marble's videos but like people have done much worse things than jenna oh my god and they yeah. and james charles is like the main contender he's like always popping back up yeah they star like 
she um, but i like i respect the decision right to like i think well, that people need to respect her privacy to like stay off mm-hmm. of social media if she feels like it's not helpful for her and yeah. she's focused on other pursuits like why not she worked very hard for a very long time to like be yeah. able to enjoy her life um and but I yeah she's I, doing stuff with dogs now like i, think I that love she's, that like, really focusing yeah. on like rescuing dogs and taking care of dogs and yeah, i think that that's probably more fulfilling now. for her but the thing is is that like I mean, a lot of people grew up with her and they really miss her. Yeah, I miss her old content. And so what I've been doing is just re-watching some of her old videos and they give me such joy because they're so, I could see like, I see a lot of myself in Jenna where it's like, I would do something that ridiculous. She just has yeah. like the commitment though. She's a Virgo and she has the commitment to see something through and make it perfect. And so I just, I just enjoy re-watching her stuff. So that's what I've been doing lately is like that's when good. I'm bored and I have nothing to do, I'm just put on a Jenna Marbles video and enjoy myself. That's really good. Yeah. I like that. I like that yeah. you're revisiting something. And I think mm-hmm. that Jenna would be happy to know that, um, people still think of her oh my god yeah you see comments like on that. her videos of like i'm checking this out two years later like miss you jenna you know what i mean like you do see yeah. comments like that and not for nothing you know she's still getting residual money from watching her old oh, videos i would assume. absolutely she still gets the money from it and it's like i'm happy that even though she's not on the internet and she's not on social media like that she has left all those videos up for like us to enjoy because yeah. they do make me so do happy they get ads still um yes i do okay, get ads so then on she them. so she does get money she's making it, money she yeah. could have um unmonetized herself them. yeah demonetized yeah there are you. some that are like demonetized but that's because it's like um ones where she's like watching tiktok or something you know what i mean like that obviously oh, yeah. those ones she's not making money on but yeah oh my god i think like she was the first one to tell me about tiktok and i was like she to was on me? TikTok way before TikTok was like the yeah. thing to do. And yeah. I was like, this is so weird. Like these are like videos are like the stupidest shit in the world. It's very and, much like, like Vine. Like it feels it, like new age Vine. And then look at me now. I have to put a 40 minute timer a day so that I don't watch <laughs> over 40 minutes. Like a kids lock type of device yeah to innate to to behoove myself to turn off the tiktok yeah you know what i think this i think for the for better or for worse tiktok my tiktok algorithm never truly has succeeded in like delivering me what i want and so i don't find myself on tiktok (laughs) like as often as other people or I don't find I'm myself like, on there for that. hours at end because 90% I will tell you what my TikTok is and I don't right. this is not me sh- like I'm just saying like some of it I love some of it I hate my TikTok is all golden retriever videos we love to see it understandable regular yeah. dog videos also love to see it sure I also get all of the trendy like music dancey videos oh. which piss me off because I've gotten off of that. They, I don't get that anymore. How? How do you get off? I need to know. How do I get off of this? Because I, all yeah. I'm seeing right now, and I love Megan Trainer. Don't get me wrong. Oh, all yeah. I'm seeing is her song with the, you know, made you, uh, look. Made you look, uh, made you look like that's all I get. All I yeah. get is that. And then obviously I'm also getting the T Swift, like it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. And it's a lot of them are connected with the dog videos is just probably why i get them because they're like covered in dirt or like rolled in mud or something you know yeah yeah um i mean the answer is you have to continue watching and engage with uh things that are not the dance videos i know but i i try to slide past the dance videos as fast as i can so i don't get more of them but anyway (laughs) the algorithm doesn't know i mean it starts off like you start off like 
TikTok 101 is that you start off with the dance videos and then you have to burn yourself off of that. I know. I need to I need to figure it out. I fell down the Charlie Puth rabbit hole for a while and I was like, <laughs> yeah. and I, I have never gotten one Charlie Puth video. That well, now I follow him, so I get to exclusively see exclusively you. His. But yeah. yeah, um, that's that's my life lately. No. Anything you'd like to share with the class, Sarah? Uh, Anything no. new? No, okay. No, I mean like my life is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Fall. Fall's it, great. Did you grow pumpkins? I don't think you're a pumpkin. No, I didn't get any pumpkins because I squirrels always eat the pumpkins. (gasps) I love when squirrels eat the pumpkins. But it leaves you with a mess, so I don't like it. Oh, see, we just like because we had deer and squirrels eat our pumpkins one year, and then we have like woods in the back, and so we just threw the pumpkins back there. No, but they're sloppy eaters. So you leave them on the steps. I just think it's cute. Eaters, and then like you get pumpkin guts all over your steps, and then you have to take care of the pumpkin. Well, the other, I think the like trick is you just don't carve the pumpkin. We got like wonky looking pumpkins this year, and they didn't eat them. Oh, mm-hmm. so I have to get ugly pumpkins. Squirrels only like good-looking pumpkins. Maybe. Maybe there's br- breeds of pumpkin they like or species of pumpkin. And I really want – I really like white pumpkins and, like, the sage green pumpkins. But Drew really is, like, please don't bring guy. home a white pumpkin. Oh, interesting. Because he we doesn't got... want me to be a, waste, a basic white bitch. That's fair. We got – so for our, like, Halloween decor, we got one pumpkin that was, like – has the deep divots you know mm-hmm. um which you don't really want to carve it, it is orange but it's like a, a paler orange we got one pumpkin that is also bright orange but it's like super warty which i really love and then we got a green mm-hmm. pumpkin that's a little smaller that we got for free because it had a little like it was already rotting in the bottom Ew. um <laughs> and those go on the steps and then we got for our like table decor we got three really weird warty looking um gourds that yeah. i love I love the I have weird ones. No pumpkins. I can't help it. I have uh, decorative pumpkins, but yeah, I didn't put them out this year. I was not in the mood. That's fine. I don't think you have. I mean, it's like you're an adult. You could do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. And like my monstera is so big that I don't know where I'm going to put her for Christmas this year. So I have to figure out where I'm putting my tree. Yeah. Just like all this stuff. I don't know, man. So I'm stressful like, around the holidays. I'm just like, this <laughs> is really not a big deal. I mean, like I'm now... <laughs> I mean, my bit, I can't talk about it. I'm involved in an activity for two weeks to three weeks where I have to go somewhere every day. And at the end, I deliberate on something. <laughs> and then this is my new activity. <laughs> and you could, one could call it a civic duty. A, sure. And this is now my focus. I'm taking it extremely seriously, and that's why I can't talk about it. But I am kind of buying a new wardrobe because if I'm going to show up, I'm going to show up looking fresh as heck. You're trying so hard for something that you really don't need to. I can't talk about it. I can't. No, talk you're not. About she's it. not allowed to talk about it. People, stop asking her questions. No, I can't. She talk needs about to get it. away from her. No, but no. Uh, I will please. say that. I am like very important. Uh obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um a lot of blazers and and turtlenecks being worn by Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to when you're doing something so important you like pretty me. much it's required. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's it. I mean, that's yeah. the tea. Like that's what's absorbing my life right now. I yeah. Mean, like, I like this little catch up that we did. Cause you know, yeah. we've been getting, we got some feedback from, um, what? from someone who, no, this is for boy meets world, but like worth mentioning here that gem was mm. reading like or listening through our old boy meets world content and they were doing it in like reverse order and um we used to obviously do fashion hour and all that cool. stuff when are we going to talk about what happened to fashion hour what do you mean when are we going to talk about it we, we just like it. ghosted it well because here's no. the here's the true tea if people want to know the true tea people, there's some people that are like why don't you do it anymore and well, we the never we don't do it, it. Is, it's because it's and very it's, time consuming okay well it's it is this true it's time the reason we stopped doing it was because is very time consuming for both of us in terms of like whosever turn it is to go and like pick out the outfits and then get the cap the the screen captures of it and obviously we all know that certain like uh, Disney and Netflix and all those like they get really hard for us to get screen captures. Yeah, um, I actually but, um, figured out like a way to do it, but nonetheless. Well, the point is that like we were also like podcasting a lot during the time when we stopped doing it so, and we just ran out of time basically. Since I'm such an important person and some would say like very close to being a lawyer now, would you say it is correct <laughs> so or incorrect to, to say that it probably fell off when we started doing like four podcasts a week, both a post show yeah. recaps and a thousand percent which, that's you know. when it stopped now, and do you feel like we've <laughs> become negligent towards no, the fashion I think hour we have adapted here's the thing yeah. i feel like and people can correct me if i'm wrong send us in an email tweet oh, tell us, me if you, you know. miss it tell us if you, you know miss i'm it. such we a fucking get... people pleaser that i if you say sarah i miss it then I will bring but it we back. We need a certain number of people to say that because, in my opinion, yeah. I don't think enough people miss it to warrant some bringing said it that back. They really didn't fucking care. That's and some the thing. We missed it, but that's, that's what like, I'm saying. That's the life. So if you, if anybody wants to give us feedback, then you miss it. I'm such a fucking people pleaser. Then I will bring it back. Yeah, and we just need to know if people actually care or if they're just like repetitive. Hey, it did get well, but Boy Meets World specifically, it got very oh, repetitive. Very repetitive. Yeah. So yeah. So that's so. What else did Gems say? They miss. They miss Fashion Hour. Um. Yeah. I mean, mostly it was Boy Meets World content, so we can leave that for. Okay. Uh, but they. But Boy also, they said that they felt like we were a little bit more like they missed like our check-ins. Is that what oh, they, they said? Yeah, they missed the nineties uh, nightcaps because oh. they adore alliteration. Okay, so do you want to? Do you want to like admit why we stopped doing nineties nightcaps? Because it was it's a lot not, of drinking. It's not healthy to drink four nights a week on a weekday. Yeah, and also sometimes, like right now, full transparency, we are recording in the morning, and like I don't know about you, but like I don't always have like mimosa supplies on hand. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, are you drinking was, anything right now? I'm just drinking seltzer, which is yeah, I'm you know, drinking black brand. coffee. Okay, yeah, exactly. Else? So that's like a life update for anybody wondering. Like this is very much like the um, I know what you did last summer podcast where it's like let's take thirty minutes to actually talk about the content. Oh, okay, so then we'll put in the thing again. I mean, it's fine. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's very funny. But yeah, like that's a a life update from us. I love that. Yeah. I um, mean, this is great. I mean, all of us are important. Some of us are more important than others. In the eyes Namely, of the law. me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a jump away from being a high-powered lawyer. You're pretty much a lawyer at this point. Yeah. Objection. Oh, wait. One more thing. When I yes. was at the house of the 
the very fancy court. building yeah yeah the court okay then somebody said hey because i had to go in and you have to like i don't know go through metal detectors and yeah. they asked me if i was an employee oh because <laughs> i was so oh. <laughs> and i said no i'm just a no blank. i just look like it bitch i'm just a blank did you do did you when someone asked that did you like hair over the shoulder and like oh and like hand on no the i i flipped over my badge and i said i'm just a blank oh well yeah. you know um anyway moving on should we talk about dawson's creek love this episode so yeah Okay, certain parts of the episode I loved and certain parts I was like, meh. Well, yeah, so... Uh, and I love how also we need to just shout out before we even start that you are... Um, what's the person who could see the future? Starts with the S or N. Like a seer? Nost Nostradamus. Nostradamus? I'm no Nostradamus. <laughs> Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, okay, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, if you listen to our season five, episode five coverage, I made... A shit ton of predictions you did and they all came into fruition you nailed it this episode and i yeah. am pretty proud of myself and As i you promise be. you i promise you i don't watch ahead no you I don't we, I, we only I, ever watch one at a time yeah so i just got the vibes now you knew nailed it yeah if only i could use these powers for good but i can't so i'm very proud of myself i personally yeah. loved pretty much every aspect of this episode and we'll get into why but yeah. it is season five episode six high anxiety yes let's start things off um so uh, dawson is at the doctor's office like a normal like gp appointment and he's like, hey, what's wrong with me? But like everything seems fine. And he just says, I've been having these episodes where I feel like I'm going to pass out. Right. And we've and seen it a few times. We saw it namely mm -hmm. in the last episode. We saw it when uh, they went over to that college party uh, right. with, with the hot professor and he yeah. almost passed out in there. So we've seen it a few times. Yeah. And he says, like, what's going on? Like, why am I like this? And the doctor is just like, listen, you're dealing with stress. Like your dad just Died. like there's a lot of stress going on i want you to talk to someone and this okay so like this is early aughts but i thought it was so funny that the doctor is like there's literally only um only uh therapists in boston like you cannot find a therapist here well i mean like did you see this little thing it was this this office or this medical building it it looked like a regular house. It said Capeside Family Medicine on it. And I mean, this might be the only doctor in Capeside. I don't really know. No, but... it is like small town. I just think like like nowadays you could find a therapist almost anywhere. Okay. And... Um, I will also say that the in particular, it was a grief specialist. And that's why the doctor was like, I really think that you Aww. should go because there's I think they said that there's like a grief specialist that I recommend in Boston and in um providence rhode island yeah so i think that that's why because we know i mean um jen went to mr frost dr frost andy went to her therapist we know right. that there's traditional therapists in and yeah, around maybe he just needs a grief one specifically. he needs a grief specific therapist for the loss of his father yeah. and so the guy's like listen five o'clock tomorrow you got an appointment good to go oh, that's very good i mean very quick to get him in i think it's very impressive that um this receptionist was able to get them on the phone and yeah you know, very lucky this reminds me of the time i first went to a psychiatrist because 
my um <laughs> because my therapist at the time was like okay like here's a list of names that i recommend and next time we can we can talk about like you and i schedule um schedule an appointment blah 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 and then i just so happened was able to get an appointment and i went before yeah. i went to go to my next therapist and by the time i saw my therapist again i was like oh btw i already went to the psychiatrist and here's my prescription and i already picked up the medication and it was like that morning and i was like wow. and she, she was like what i'm like yes i like yeah was, i'm very impressive so yeah she um he got this appointment right away and that is another way to get dawson to go back to boston yeah which is, back to boston it's getting very interesting the creative endeavors they're taking for <laughs> dawson to, to repeatedly there. get back to dawson um, to, to get dawson back to boston because obviously he has no he's supposed to be staying in cape side he doesn't have a school there yet i'm yeah. assuming that he by next semester he will well we'll see we don't know he has to um but speaking of boston we go to joey who walks into the dorm room to see audrey like cleaning and joey's just yes. like um are you sick like why are you doing this <laughs> i am so loving their friendship because it's just very i just like it's so rare to see Joey connect with another human, let alone another woman. Yeah. And it's, I feel like Joey's feeling very comfortable with Audrey at this point because she's able to joke around with Audrey. She's able to like yeah. feel fully comfortable with Audrey more so than we ever saw her be comfortable with Jen and Andy. Yes. Um. So I love this because it very much feels to me like a more platonic version of Joey and Pacey where Audrey is very much like the opposite of Joey. She's so laid back. She's way more yeah. like fun loving and like fancy free. Um, but I, I love this episode because we get more Audrey backstory, right? Like I, yes. that's what one of the things I enjoyed about this episode as much as it made me angry. Um, and so she's like, listen, my mom is coming to visit. Like she's terrible. Um, she like, uh, she has systematically destroyed my self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and she's just like, she's so self-involved and insecure that she used to borrow my clothes yeah. and hit on my boyfriend. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, oh shit. Okay. All right. Here we right. go. And, and I think that at this point we are, we know Audrey a little bit and I think that joey and us are probably like okay audrey like you're being maybe a little bit dramatic like you know like maybe you're being a little hyperbolic because audrey is the drama but uh we assume yeah. meet her mom and she was understating how horrible her mother is exactly it was so funny to me that i'm like okay that's not great and i was like and every time because you watch this episode first and you're like i hate audrey's mom and it yeah. was like every scene we got with her i hated her more and more worse, and more, worse which was yeah. like in impressive that i could continue to like escalate my hatred of her um but yeah so we get that whole storyline happening um and then we have jen confiding in pacey because her it's so stupid that her and jack are like fighting or whatever um yeah and so she's upset because we ended last episode with her finding out that charlie is cheating on her and so she, pacey's trying to like clean up this boat 
with and like she's trying to be like what the heck am i supposed to do um like and then she blames herself she's just like i'm zynev like i should have known that he would do this but pacey says well you know what you could do you could get angry or you could get even and i was like yes get even this is not productive this is not productive but who cares it's for fun you know sure yeah of course yeah. but yeah and during this scene, uh, Jen finds this, like, necklace that she gives to Pacey, which will come into play later. Well, yeah. I mean, she was like, oh, like, where did you – oh, she's probably thinking that's from a girl that Pacey hooked up of with. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't even know where Miss Triple Name is. Like, did they end things? I guess they did. Pacey's, um, like, little side chick who was, like – With the blonde girl? Yeah. the Remember the three-name girl that's, like, super rich? Yeah. Um – I think Maybe that he was talking about it last episode, how like mm -hmm. she's just kind of whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of, of that where Jen is gonna get even. Um, yeah. but she's I, I really don't like that she's not having like a good time with Jack right now. It's really annoying me, actually. Yeah, however, I think that um once again, I think that it's probably very normal for people that are young uh to get into these little tiffs and go through spouts of talking and not talking mm -hmm. and they'll come around i'm not that worried about jack and jen because i really do think that they are best friends forever and mm -hmm. have a very special bond so i have full confidence they'll get over their shit and yeah. they just have to they just have to work it out i think that there's a level of jealousy um, I think that there's a level of jealousy on Jen's side and, and a level of mm, selfishness that's not necessarily a bad thing from Jack, but um, obviously he's not putting Jen first in his life right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we get this like very quiet, I don't know, felt very long to me scene where like Dawson mm -hmm. is like walking through his house. And he's just like looking around at the living room and it like pauses on him for what feels like forever. So I'll see, I'll tell you what this is, in my opinion. So this house in Cape Side is large, but it feels even larger with the house so quiet without Mitch there with Gail and baby Lily, like, I don't know, off on their own, probably mm -hmm. doing whatever they have to do. And I think that for Dawson this house is just like it, everywhere he looks there's like a memory of like over there I was on the couch opening presents with my dad on Christmas day and like over yeah. here like this is where I got my first sex talk and over here it's like when I saw my parents like fuck on the coffee table like normal and I think that it's feeling very big and very empty and it's hard for him to be there and I think that this is kind of like one of the things that makes him realize, like, I have to get out of here. Yeah, definitely. I think it's like any everywhere he turns, it's memories of his dad. Yeah. And like, that's really tricky. Um, So then we're at the restaurant. PC's like, I, I don't know why he would like, why are you coming into work on your day off, bro? Like, he's just like, it's need free to get some food. food. It's yeah. free food. That's why he has no fucking money. The only money that he has is from this job. So he's mm. like stealing food, but apparently he's not even supposed to. Do you know, actually, this is a good, a good thing. Mm -hmm. I learned this when Drew worked at a restaurant. So they have, oh, gosh, 
I think it's called like staff meal or cook meal. So you're not supposed to eat the food at like a fine dining restaurant. Um, you're not supposed to eat the food that you cook for other people. They, you make like the staff, the cooks make like a big meal for all the staff. I and have it's, like, heard a big this family dinner. Yeah. So she's saying her name is Karen, right? Uh, yeah, Karen. Yeah. Yep. So she's saying you're not supposed to eat the bisque. You're supposed to eat like staff meal or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. And he, as Danny's number two, does whatever the fuck he wants. Honestly, yes, he really does. And so he's just like, bitch, I'll eat the soup if I want to eat the soup. <laughs> um, yeah. And and so, of course, right away, it's like freaking Danny comes up to him. And he uh, says, oh, like, can I use that boat again, like, tonight? And Pacey knows what's up because he yeah. knows he's cheating on uh, his wife with someone. And so he, he like, he really is doing, like, a half measure here where he's just like, oh, you know, not tonight. Um, you know, it's just, it's not a good night. And so, like, Danny tries to be like, oh, I'll give you the night off if you need it, blah, blah, blah. He already he's has like, the night off. Yeah, he already has the night off. And he does hand Danny back the necklace. Um, and he says, you know what? I'm throwing a party tonight for a friend. So I can't. And Karen freaking Karen is just like, hear that everyone Pacey's throwing a party. I'm like, that's so freaking rude. Like <laughs> this is, it is so rude. And she really sabotages him at this point. Thousand percent. She yeah. does. Well, I guess she's making maybe... him deal with all these other people that are going to be showing up. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind I'm of just saying it's not it's not nice. It's not no, nice it's, what she it's does. Not nice, Karen. right? No, it's not. So now he's like, okay, well now I gotta throw this like bigger party, you know. Um, and uh Dawson then is like again, silence at his house is like very dark. And so he calls Joey. Um, and he like we find out he hasn't really called her in a while. He's like, I've had my hands full, which obviously is a lie considering he's just sitting in the dark doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and so Dawson says, Oh, I'm gonna be in town, but he's like, Oh, I don't wanna it's really awkward. Like there's this big awkward moment, like feeling yeah. between them. It is very awkward because they don't know what to do with each other mm -hmm. because uh, Joey's once again, as we've been talking about for the last few episodes, Joey is really trying very, very hard to make everything okie dokie okay. Nothing is okie dokie okay. And Dawson is teetering between like being really sad um, and trying to do stuff for himself, but also yeah. trying to make Joey feel like what she's doing is enough. So it's a really hard situation yeah. for them. It is. And I think it's also like when you think about the fact that they were like very close to like being back together and then yeah. his dad dies. And so there's this like this awkwardness of like, do we pick things back up? Is it not the right time? They like, haven't talked about it. They're Well, because they're <sighs> OK for Dawson and Joey shippers. This is the reason I can't stand them together because their communication is just so fucking poor. It neither, both of them walk on eggshells around each other. Yeah. It's actually infuriating. And so everything to do with Dawson and Joey, besides the one moment, which we'll get to, I was like, this is so annoying. Like you both yeah. are very annoying. Um, but once again, I kind of feel like it's a Joey problem because we saw that yeah. carry over into her relationship with Pacey. Yeah. And we also saw that Dawson was able to communicate 
with Gretchen very yeah. pretty well. So I honestly just think it's them with, well, I think it's twofold. I think that there's certain people if no, for whatever reason, maybe it's because you've been, you know, friends with them or been with them for so long, or maybe yeah. there's a lot of memories between you two. There's some people that for whatever reason, there's a mental block with communication yeah. with them. And then I think that also Joey has communication problems in general. I think that she doesn't have the ability to communicate what she wants and how she wants it. And I, you know, yeah, she's I in her own head all the time, all the time. And I think that is okay. So if I had to play armchair expert over here, mm -hmm. um, I think it's because as she was growing up, she had to make herself not the problem. Like she had to make herself um, really, really easy. And that's because all yeah. the attention was on her mother being sick and her father having his medical issues. And then eventually Bessie being a, you know, a young mother. And I think that Joey's job as a human was to be the good girl that didn't yeah, to never be a lot seen, of never be heard. Exactly. So that made her realize if she had a problem, if she had something that she had to talk to, she had to internalize that and keep that to herself. Because if she brought up issues, then she's just another problem, adding another problem to the family. Yeah. So as this is going into adulthood, she like her inner child is reminding herself that it's not safe for me to talk because my job is just to be the good girl that just keeps going and just keeps yeah. making sure that like everybody else gets their things across and yeah. I can't personally talk, which is frustrating because she has things that she wants to say. She has things that she, she has needs, she has wants, but these are where the mental blocks come in. And once again, yeah. like I am not a licensed psychologist or therapist and you are pretty much regard. a lawyer at this point hey i am no <laughs> the thing is that i've been through a good amount of therapy and like yeah. i can just kind of detect this type of stuff and this is how if i had to like kind of figure out what's going on in joey's head and once again it's because i relate to this type of shit and maybe maybe we're just looking way too much into a teen kid show no i truly think that you're correct in that this is where the problems stem from but regardless they have really poor communication skills right and like he's like oh no i'm gonna stay with jack and jen like i don't want to sleep in your twin bed in your dorm room with audrey like it's fine um and so she's like oh yeah well you know audrey's mom's coming into town so i guess that makes sense and he says i'll give you a call when i get into town and so again, very like, um, yeah. no solidified plans, just like, I'll call you when I'm there. Like, there's no like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Well, Nothing. that's an improvement in our, in our Well, opinion. for Joey, yes. Yes. For Johnson, it, it's an improvement. Yes. But it's also very, um, like just vague, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Of like what plans they're going to have. Absolutely. Um, so, so yeah. And then we have, oh. 
I'm gonna heat it. Oh, oh why well, first we have <laughs> no, do not heat it this part. Sorry. Okay, I, I was like, poor heat. Dawson goes to the therapy office, no. <laughs> sits down. The oh, this is the worst. Okay, so I used to go once again into therapy, and mm. the waiting room was always the worst, especially when I was first starting out because they had classical music. And I don't know about you, but classical music gives me a lot of anxiety because usually classical music is associated with waiting and with doctors' offices and yeah. like elevators and meetings and i always get very big anxiety so i always hated waiting for the therapist's office and there was times where i was in the waiting room and i was like i can just leave right now i can just go and that's what Dawson did the the longer he waited the more that he heard that clock tick the more that he had to wait and he just talked himself out of it and he's like i'm gone yeah, he just leaves. This was sorry, I mixed I mixed up which scene was next, but yeah, he eventually he like looks through the magazines, he's like getting very nervous, he's looking around, and eventually he's just like, This is too much for me. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ditch. Yeah, and so he runs out. Um, this is the scene that I seriously was so annoyed about. The first, the very first moment we meet Audrey's mom, she is making her stand on a scale, which oh, yeah. is truly truly like again back then it wasn't um like uh eating disorders and everything like that weren't really discussed a lot but like this is absolutely awful that her mom is just like listen i know i know people get like the freshman 15 like you have to watch your weight you have to be like watching Uh, she's like i know college freshmen pack on the lbs yeah like Oh, so there's um um a phrase on TikTok where people talk about their toxic mothers and they use the phrase almond moms and they're the type almond of mothers. Moms. Mm-hmm. They're the type of mothers who um like eat an almond and they're like I'm so full. Like oh, how yes. can you eat the all that the calories? Food? Yeah, how can you eat all that food? Like I had like or you're hungry again? Like I just had like Ugh. a few almonds and like a clementine and I'm starved. And Audrey's mom is an almond mom. She's the worst. Like I oh, I could feel my heartbeat like getting faster talking yeah. about her because she's she's all about herself. Like she is oh, that yes. mom who is like I'm going to live vicariously through my daughter and she has to be perfect. And like, she does the thing where she's like, do you think that Audrey and I look more like sisters oh or more like mom? And like what, is, and what is Joey supposed to say in that moment? Like, obviously the correct answer is, oh, you look like sisters, even if like yeah. Joey thinks that or not. And you can just see Audrey once yes. again, um, busy Phillips is the best reaction actress i think i've ever seen so good the under the blanket (laughs) under the blanket acting and we just at one point at one point for those of you who didn't like rewatch the episode right before listening to us like she's under the blanket and literally the camera just moves and all we see is blanket and just moving underneath it and then the moment when she like pops her head out also killed me she's just like mom and uh and she's just like would you just shoot me right now please yeah, it's um, very fun. The blanket yeah. acting was top tier. 
Yeah. And so Joey tries to turn down this like dinner invitation. And I love Audrey being like, um, we need to check the leak in the bathroom right now, Joey. Joey's like so worried about the leak. She's like, there's a leak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she goes in, they turn on the faucet and she's just like, um, I can't believe you told her that she looks like my sister. And Joey rightfully is just like, what am I supposed to say to that? Yeah. Um, she's like, thanks to her do best friends, collagen and Botox. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's just like, you have to come for me. And I, I had messaged you because I was like, Joey has to go with audrey oh like, absolutely i don't give a shit if you're wait you're literally the reason that you can't go is because you're waiting for a call from dawson <laughs> get the fuck out of here joey yeah. like you have a fucking cell phone get yeah, out of I here i mean that's what audrey said you have a you have a cell phone uh you can't just wait by the phone all day waiting for dawson to call you yeah this is so funny and so finally joey is just like but I'm waiting. We're supposed to go out later. And Audrey's like, that's later. I need you now. Yeah. And so Joey agrees to it. Like, she doesn't look happy about it. But I was like, Joey, you literally need to do this. Like, I don't care what you say. Audrey is no longer just your roommate. She's also your friend. And so yeah. you are obligated as a friend to be there for her with this awful, awful woman who, like, if I'm <laughs> yeah. if I'm Joey, like, I don't know. I mean, this is me now, not when I'm 19. But, like. I don't know that I could hold in my hatred of of uh, Audrey's mom for as long as Joey did. Yeah, I mean, I think that when you're, I think that there's a certain respect level for other people's yeah. parents. And once again, like Joey spent her entire life just trying to be a respectful, good girl. And yeah. I don't think that it's in Joey's nature to be calling out adults. But yeah. I'm extremely proud of the conversation that she had with her mom at the restaurant and we'll talk about that momentarily yeah and i don't think that the joey that we met in season one would have been able to do that and Definitely i don't not. think that she's Definitely ever not. done that to, for anybody else and that is really making me fall in love with audrey and joey's friendship because i think that joey really yeah. needed somebody like an audrey to get her out of we, all the shit that she's in we've just never seen her with like a strong female friendship and i think no. that's why i'm like pretty happy about it because like we always wanted this for her and jen or her and andy and it like never happened and yeah. so now we're finally getting it with audrey and like it shows that joey can have female friendships and not have them be like competitive you know yeah um which i really no, i really enjoy but first we gotta go to Dawson showing up at Jack and Jen and Grams's house. Jen, okay, <laughs> let me just say, yeah, Jen should literally never wear any other lip color besides red. Besides red, yeah, but, it looks um, so. And I, I mean, I'm mm -hmm. a big fan. You know me, I'm a big fan of red lip. I feel I like red I lips. Seen you in a red lip in a while, but yeah, it's you been are. a minute. Red lips are like to me universally beautiful. It's like, either really good or really bad because sometimes you just look like a fucking clown. But yeah, but you gotta get the right red. That's the thing. Like she has yeah. like a blue tone red. It is like a classic like Marilyn Monroe type of red. Oh yeah, yeah. And her hair is like um she has her hair like kind of like messy curly but has these like flowers in it. I it I would do without beautiful. the flowers if I had to if I had to choose. But I think that like the thing is that like. She was going for like a sexy pinup type of she girl. was she was so, she had she, a vision and she stuck with it she did and so she's just like okay I gotta run and Dawson's like oh can I crash here um and then comes Jack and again it's very awkward yeah. between Jack Actually, and Jen it's kind of like 40s it's kind of like before the Marilyn Monroe because of how she like has it tucked behind her ears yes it's kind of like a 40s like soft curl 
It's yeah. very lovely. And yeah, it's so awkward because um Jack comes down and is like, hey, hey, buddy. And obviously Jen and Jack are not speaking. And Dawson's like, what are you, where are you going where you're also yeah. dressed up? And Jen doesn't want to say where she's going with Jack in front of her. And then when Jen leaves, like Jack kind of like talks shit a little bit about yeah. her. I don't like that at all. Really didn't like that. But what I did like, number one, the mullet is gone. I don't know what happened in between episodes, but they decided to cut the mullet off. And I'm very yeah, excited it about really, it. Really, I mean, Jack is looking Night good again. I'm Looks really so happy. Much I'm very proud of him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if I had, I'm going to say the fraternity was like, yeah, first part of fa- uh, yeah. hazing is that you have to get rid of your mullet. Thank God. And so, um, so yeah, so Jack is just like, oh, I'm gonna go hang out with the guys. Do you want to go? And he's like, yeah, as long as not intruding. He's like, of course not. Like, come. And I was living my best life because I was like, yes, girl, we literally said this. We literally said Dawson's having a bad time. He shouldn't go hang out with Joey. He should go hang out with Jack and fraternity bros or like Mm -hmm. PC and whatever. And like, no, no, not PC. PC is a bummer. He's a downer. We were right, though. Jack is the place that if we want Dawson to have a good night out, then he has to go to the frat house and hang out with the bros. Yeah. And so this is the beginning of just the best part of the episode. So Dawson's (laughs) going off with Jack. Jen is going to see Charlie. She has on, like you said, like she's in this, like trying to be pinup-y. She has like a floral red skirt on. And so she catches Charlie. She's just like, oh, like it's going to rock. I'm going to rock your world. And Charlie obviously is like, oh, it's not the best time right now. Yeah, he's, know, he's, he's trying to not let her enter the room. He has the does the thing where you, like, put your head out the door. Yeah. Very know? suspicious. And she busts that shit open. She's just yeah. like, boom. She's like, oh, you know, you, you're, you're trying to turn me away? Nope, not this time. She goes and, like, sits seductively on the bed mm-hmm. and is just like, I'm like ready for you to yeah. like, do whatever you want. One of my favorite things she says is I've really got to get one of those palm pilot thingies. Keep track of all my liaisons. Right. Because Charlie says, oh, tonight's not our night. It's actually tomorrow night. Yeah. And I, I just, my mom had a palm pilot when they first came out and yeah. I always asked to like play with it so I could play bejeweled because it had bejeweled on it. And that was oh. before like things had ads and stuff. So it really was just the best time ever. Yeah. So my, yeah, my dad was a big palm pilot dude as well. Mm-hmm. He always got the latest palm pilot loved a palm pilot um for the kids it was like basically a way to keep track of your calendar digitally like before like cell phones really had that capability exactly yeah so it was a digital calendar that you would and they had other apps and stuff but that was like the main reason for it was because the calendar yeah um and so yeah so she's just like she's just like oh okay well um, let me just get my sweater out of your closet. And he's just like, oh, it's it's not there. It's at the dry cleaners. And this is when Nora pops out and they're both like, I'm Charlie's girlfriend. Who are you? No, I'm Charlie's girlfriend. Um, I got to say, like, upon reflection, um, I don't know that this storyline was, like, wonderful for me. I felt like they could have gone so much further than they went. You know what I mean? Uh, Sure. Um, I, I think I need like a little bit more information. I think I need to know if all of this was a charade, a charade. Um, I feel like it was based on um Jen and Nora's conversation after the fact. Like it I was didn't all know. But how far in advance? Like, did she know 
at this like how point did in you time find out her like who she was and everything yeah like did she follow her like maybe i need to see the scene where jen confronts was her name nora yeah nora yeah. nora and goes look we're both getting played and instead of getting mad at each other let's get revenge like yeah. maybe that's what i needed to see because i think that the thing is is i i do think that jen is in the know of what she's doing i don't know how much nora knows but i wish that like i got to see the plan making yeah me too a little bit i mean like Especially because we knew that it was a plan because of Joey, or excuse me, PC and Jen's conversation about getting even. You know what I mean? Right. So well, I think yeah. that we're just like missing a scene, and then maybe the show is like, you don't need to see the planning process, but I would have liked that. Though. I at least need to see, like, I think it would have been empowering because oftentimes when there's a cheating situation, the women involves or i guess like the men involves whomever you always people always blame the person that your significant other is cheating with instead of your significant yeah. other and i think it's empowering for two women to be like or two men or whomever to be like we are both getting screwed so instead of being mad at each other we need to put our energies onto this dirt bag yeah. And I, I think like it that would have been better to see. I, I totally agree with you. Um, but we'll we'll get into more of that later. Let's go to a quick ad break and then we're gonna get all into the frat house saga. We'll be right back. Okay. Uh Dawson is playing like a worse version of Flip Cup where you all just mm. chug from this like pitcher of beer basically. I don't to know see how finishes it first. Because okay, so like the more evolved game is that everybody gets their cup full of beer and then when you finish it, you slam it down and then you have to flip it over. But That's how do you down. know what's your stop point in this game? I think it's just how much beer can you handle out of the pitcher before you pass it on so to the next So theoretically, person. the first dude can just take one little sip and just pass it on. Theoretically, and yeah. Eventually, the last guy, it's up to the last guy who just right. happens to be Dawson. Dawson is in the pivotal position. You need your last man to be That's really, I feel like it's it or break it spot. I'm saying with someone like Dawson, who obviously doesn't drink a lot and Jack knows this, they need to put him in the easy spot, the number one spot. And they put him at the end, which is like the clutch. This is the clutch guy. Well, evidently he did pretty good because they win they win he's competing against like alternate reality dawson like another <laughs> tall blonde yeah. guy but with long blonde hair yeah I'm like who is this gentleman you're um, so right i find that hilarious <laughs> so yeah he they win and all the bros are like so happy and i i'm not mad at this like i'm not mad that dawson's having a good time with just guys and just being able to be a a, a teenager or like a college student a like I think, yeah. I think it's totally fine and I don't think it's I don't think that he's like you know supposed to feel like at this moment this is what's making him feel better I think that Jack is right like this was the right move oh I'm 100% with you I am a thousand percent with you in fact I think this is a hundred percent the right move for Dawson right now like yeah. as much as he's gonna regret it in the morning when he's hung over like Blow off some steam, bro. Blow off some steam. You and know? there is nothing better. Nothing better in this galaxy 
than Dawson drunk. Uh, I am, yes. No, I'm so with you. It was shades of Dawson's 16th birthday party, which bad you know, to the bone. Bad to the bone. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. My life so changed that night when I watched all that of our episode. lives. Did. Burr, burr, yeah. burr, burr, burr. Forever and always <laughs> changed. He's in, he's out. He's in, he's out. Okay, that was that was really shitty. But it then was so it was shitty, like, but it was so dramatic. <laughs> and the falling in and like tripping into the his cake. cake. Oh, that was the that was the best moment of my life. I've never like I can't ever besides besides which islands I can't top that. Yeah, in no, my life, I'm right. I'm right with you. Was that the same season? Which island oh, in his 16th birthday? I think they were both season. Oh, maybe one three? was season two and one was season three. Because nothing is better than that. Burr, no, burr, burr, so burr, burr. Okay, so we're at dinner. Yeah, we're at dinner. This is with Joey and Audrey and Audrey's mom. And uh, as soon as Audrey gets her food, she's like, is that a cream sauce? She's no, like, it's, it's a Dijon, Dijon bitch. Yeah, and I love her mom being like, have you been working out? And we know Audrey hates running. Like, not but that that means she's all working been- out. Okay, so like Audrey's just like me, shit ass liar. She could just <laughs> say... Oh, actually, yeah. Like I've been running with Joey, and that would shut her mom right up. Well, and then I, she- I like that Audrey doesn't lie here. I like yeah. that she's just like, no, mom, I hate exercise. <laughs> Don't we all? Except for those people that really do. Um, who, are who are those uh, people? Who are those people? Come on. My very best friend and her husband are like the most athletic folk you ever did see. I can't. I truly oh, can't. and my other friend is a runner. And the- we're yeah, just and lazy her- Fox. That's fair. I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? But- <laughs> What's our saying? All no brains, all boobs. Oh, no brains, all boobs. That's yeah. Us. Hates yeah. running. That's hates the end. That's the third part of all that. brains, no boobs, hate running. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all we got. Um, listen, I've long said, and I will stand by this statement. I'm not running unless someone is chasing me. Like, there's literally no <laughs> other reason for me to run ever. Yeah. Um. Like, yeah. if it's raining, you know what? Is it really gonna like save me that much to be wet? No, I don't care. Let me get wet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so her mom is a fucking asshole and she's like, I lack six miles in the sand and my sciatic is killing me. <laughs> the not the sciatica. And her mom literally criticizes everything she does. Like, oh, yeah. it sounds like you're being sarcastic. And Audrey's just like, no, like I just that's me just talking. And she's like, Well, you you should be really careful about what you're doing because it makes you sound like a California blonde. And I'm just like, and I was so annoyed with Joey because she's like, she's trying to protect her own peace, but she's like, um, can you excuse me? I have to make a call. And I'm like, now's not the time, Joey. <laughs> now is not the time. Your friend needs you. Yeah. I mean, she has <sighs> to check on Dawson, who yeah, who doesn't answer. He lets yeah, it go to he voicemail. Hits the fuck you button. He does, he does hit the fuck you button. <laughs> oh, John, Joey's calling me. Close the sound. Yeah, I'm far too busy in getting fucked. Uh, so yeah, so he, he hits the fuck you button. Um, and then we're back with like this, this, see, this scene just never works for me. Like the, I've watched it twice now, the Charlie and Jen and Nora scene where it's like, so Jen is like going to make him believe that like, cause Charlie, the audacity on him to yeah. be like, I know I was cheating on both of you and like fucking you both over, but how about a threesome? I was not surprised by this at all. Like, this is very Charlie, if I had to be honest. Oh, it's very, it is very Charlie. It's just more like, he's like, you know what? Tell me if I'm crazy. And he sits between them on this twin bed. And he's like, <laughs> it's grody. Like each other at the same time. I know. I, but honestly, I, it was not surprising. It's such a trope. 
It is. It is. Not this, surprising. Is, this is this is something he would do. But like what kind of guy actually thinks that this is going to work? Charlie. This is like the guys that like send the dick pics in the app and everyone's like, "Why does this why do you guys think why it's working?" Why does this guy exist? There's one girl one time that was like, "I fucking like that dick pic. I want to suck it." And they were like, "Okay, it works. I heard it's like a Thank God our legend. podcast is listed explicit." <laughs> It's and they it's were like, like oh, I like this. You know what? Urban that legend girls sick. like that. Yeah, yeah. But to be honest, I could see them being that as like them saying that as like a a joke of like, oh boy, that dick is thick. Give me it. You know, like as a like, this guy can't be serious. Like, I don't think any girl would actually be like. No, there was one girl that liked it, and she ruined it for all of us. And I want to know, bitch, if you're out there, let me know your thought process. Yeah, why would you? I say gotta be honest. That like I'm pic. saying this, and I've never been sent a dick pic in my life. So why am I complaining? I gotta think about this. I don't think I. I don't think maybe one. I, I would like it. I would like one. Pics. You know what? I feel like I've been sent some bulge pics. Interesting. That's a hot take. Now I have to or ask more like you. a um more like a pic where it's like, look at my bod and my yeah. bulge. Okay, you know so I mean? here for any but guy, not from, not from like a stranger though. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, no, no. Like, yeah, like totally. It's like guys that you're dating as well. But that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So if any guy is like, oh gosh, like I don't know if like I should do this or not, I'm gonna bring something to you. I'm gonna rock your world. And this okay. guy, some sick fucks might like this, but girls show their friends the dick pics that they are given. Yeah. So you have to think like if you are giving your dick to pick to one girl it's a like lot of girls are it's it. like a, a a phone tree now 10 girls have seen so your be dick. very confident of how attractive your dick is because you also there could be critiquing i mean yeah look at the way it angles to the left look at the way it angles to the right like sure you know so i'm just saying like you know think twice before you hit send on that twice. dick pic yeah. and also that one girl that really liked it just like tell me your rationale because maybe i can support you maybe but also who's also the one girl that was like yeah or the two girls that were like yeah of course we can have a threesome sounds no, i don't know if you know that there is one I out there there truly. is because i think it's an urban legend i think that this is but our guys are always true i think this is the audacity of the men who do this because they're like i heard from a friend of a friend that it worked it worked so I'm going to give it a go myself. Yeah. How else? Why else would they feel like this is appropriate? I do not know. I, I don't do know either. Know. I don't know either. Um, how far do you think, like, before you realized that this was a scam, like, how far did you think that this was going to go? Oh, I knew. I knew oh, this you, was a scam. You thought the whole thing was a scam from the very beginning. I thought once, once the other girl, I'm like Nora, uh, once mm -hmm. the other girl was like, uh, like going along with it i was yeah. like there's no way oh they were entertaining it too too that's long. what i'm saying got yeah. it okay um so then we're back at the restaurant and audrey talks about like oh like our school's gonna put on this production i'm thinking of auditioning and we find out that audrey was like a bit of an actress when she was a kid a child I, just like Lindsay lohan 
Yeah. And, uh, and Audrey says, I can think of better ways to feel bad about myself. And Kay says, oh, I would, I miss it. And of course, Joey asked the question, oh, you were an actress. She's like model actress, whatever. Yeah. What, what the flex. Uh, apparently she was the Giselle bunch of, of her time. Yeah. Yeah, and so she says she was up for a Scorsese movie when she found out she was pregnant with Audrey, and Audrey says, that's why she hates me. I ruined her career. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, yeah, we all know that's true. Can I just stop down for one second about Giselle Bunchen? Yeah. Because, as you know, she's in the news right now because she and Tom Brady are breaking up. Yeah, because he's a complete fucking asshole. Have you heard that Giselle Bunchen is actually a witch and she put a curse on Tom Brady? You know what? I hope she is and I hope that's true. And the reason why he's like apparently playing really shittily this year is because the divorce is happening. And or like the fact that they were married, like that was like the reason why he was like such an all-star football player. And now oh, that they're divorced, the sex is so good that she I don't know. Like, I don't know better. how witchcraft works, but yeah, like now that like they're broken up, like the curse is going to like continue and he's wow. gonna continue just be a shitty football player good. and you know lose all does. his money. And like, I don't know, like, does does he have like a Nike deal or whatever? I don't I know what no he, idea. I don't know about his life, but I don't either. Yeah, so we're pro witch. We want her to we want her to succeed absolutely okay um and so her mom just continues to to critique audrey like oh you just lacked discipline like you were good but you've never had discipline and she's splitting from one thing to the next yep um uh, and she's just like so she went to like a ton of different schools and we find out that like her mom had to pay a bunch of money to like get her get the college to even consider looking at her like she calls her academic record embarrassing um, and I love Joey just cuts in and she's just like this entire dinner, you've been cutting down your daughter. Um, and I don't know if it's because she's not what you want her to be, or it's because she's 18 and you're not, um, Audrey's maybe dramatic, but she's never boring. And she's interested in a lot of different things. And that makes her well-rounded. And you know what? She has a great deal of discipline because no matter what she, you say to her, she manages to grin and bear it. And you see, I don't have that kind of discipline. And then I love how she ends this entire like uh, tirade and she just says, Audrey, let's go. There's a party. (laughs) I don't know why the ending of that just killed me, but Audrey, let's go. There's a party. There's a party. Yeah. No, I love this. I'm just so proud of Joey for sticking up for Audrey and, you know, telling off her mom. And I love what she said and I love how she defended her and was like, she's well-rounded she's funny like she's like beautiful she's interesting you know I think that and it's just like it's just it really warmed my heart I really loved to see it yeah of course like we love to see Joey sticking up for other women especially when it's Audrey and like we all know in Audrey right like I think Audrey represents a lot of us who have like who struggle to have relationships with our parents for one reason or the other and Mm -hmm. feel like constantly belittled, whether or not it's my parents or other people. And like, as much as we see Audrey with like all this confidence and all this like zest for life in this moment, it's extra sad to see her this way where like, she's just being cut down every single sentence her mom says. Yeah. And I just, I loved to see Joey sticking up for her because you're like, Oh, they're actually friends. Yay. Yeah. I, I I really love to see it as well. And I love that they Mm -hmm. just like walked off and they're like, we have more important things to do. Yeah. It was wonderful. Belittled by you at this moment. Goodbye. 
Um, so then, um, we go back to, again, Charlie's room. This is like, it just wasn't, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze for me. We're yeah. like, they make Charlie get naked. Basically. Again, I really think Chad Michael Murray has like an agreement where he must take his shirt off and every yeah. show he's I'm on. I'm very uninterested, but sure. Yeah. And, uh, and so he takes his shirt off and he's just like, okay, now you and Jen's just like, uh, 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 we hold the cards, BB. And so he gets completely naked and they're like, and the, he should have known when they're like, close your eyes. Uh, yeah, and, and I don't understand. Like they open up the hallway and they push him out. Like, I feel like unless you spin him around like a bunch of times, like they kind of spun him a little bit. Like, how did he get so disoriented? Also, his areolas are huge. I know. I think I meant I think I messaged you that. I was like, why are his nipples so big? Uh he really has the biggest nipples. Like, and yeah. I'm no shade. Like, it's his body, right? But like they're so distracting. They're like <laughs> hockey discs. <laughs> or pucks. What is, what is a hockey disc? A, a puck. A puck. puck. Yeah, they're like, I mean, realistically, I think they're bigger than quarters. <laughs> they're definitely bigger they're like a half dollar oh yeah remember half dollars i mean <laughs> what do you mean do i remember them they still exist they're, they're uncommon they are uncommon um but then like uh we get jen and nora celebrating um and this is the moment where i'm like in a modern day show jen and nora are now dating like you know what i mean well i too was kind of getting those vibes but it has those it really happen. good vibes it didn't happen but sure yeah uh but yeah they were like screw you screw men like i'm happy i know you let's hang out sometime yeah and jen invites her to the boat party that pacey's throwing and um she was like you know what i think i need to go home and like decompress and yeah. jen's like that's a good idea i should probably I wish do jen had gone to the party though why she is trying to avoid jack like a psychopath I'm just like, because Nora's just like, I need to go like be sad about how this all ended. And Jen's like, yeah, I guess me too. And I'm just like, no, don't be sad. Go party. Some people need some time to just decompress, Jessica. Ugh. Um, Sorry about it. So, but yeah, I do. I ship them. I wish they get, to, I hope they get together. I hope this yeah. is the last we see of Nora. Cause I thought she was like, not that she's compelling because again, those scenes were pretty uninteresting to me. Um, But like, I feel like she could be fun. Oh yeah, you know she's she's definitely should be fun. Yeah, let's add more creep creeps. We need That's more. What I'm saying add some more. Um, then we're at this boat party at the dock party on a boat that PC definitely doesn't own. So how is he throwing this boat party? Um, I don't know. And he admits that it's not his boat to yes, uh, Audrey. But yeah. whatever. Yeah, because uh, they're having a little conversation, and she's like, "This boat kicks some serious ass." <laughs> yes. <sighs> And she's like, is how's this whole thing going? Like, is it picking up a lot of chicks? And he's like, can't a guy love all things nautical? Yeah. And she says, is this whole Latter-day Hemingway thing, does it work for you? Yeah. Like, they're really, like, um, bickering back and forth a little bit. And then uh, Joey comes up. In, like, up a and, playful way. It's in a very playful way. Which makes sense because both of them are very playful people. Yes. Um, like, and Joey flirty, comes up. but, like, innocent flirty yes and uh pacey's like your roommate's hitting on me and she's like i am not <laughs> <laughs> i am definitely not yeah. uh <laughs> I, I really i really love he, she goes like you wish and he's like you better you better watch out or else i'm gonna put a hole in your boat later or something yeah <laughs> she so just walks funny. off 
and Pacey's just like, I have no words. And Joey's like, neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it comes like, I just love the way that Joey was looking at Audrey with like so much like affection, like, yeah. like in a way of like, that's my person. And like, now I feel as though like I just am like connected with them and I love them in a, in a way as much as Joey can possibly love somebody uh like a you know she's such a tough cookie but yeah um but she just like is very like it's just like sweet to see like that's my like i don't know like when you're you, you probably don't do this but like i look at my friends with like pride sometimes like i'm happy that they're in my life i'm happy that you know like, i never think i'm so happy my friends are in my life i know you're a nasty wench what? Um, so, <laughs> it's like I bet you never think about how happy you are to have friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said that to you. That's what you just said. I don't think I said that. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> now we need to do like that survivor thing where it's like a flashback and it's like and it actually a is little. What you said yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is when they're like, "Oh, I haven't heard from Dawson. No, neither have I. He was supposed to call me." Blah blah blah. There he comes. He's drunk. He's with the oh, frat bros. He's, he's the best. He's so happy. Happy drunk Dawson. We love yeah. to see it. I love Dawson. This is uh, this is my oldest friend Pacey, and they like yeah. do this big hug, and then he's like, "Oh, these are the guys: Brady, Moskowitz, and guy guy in a blue shirt." And he just starts laughing. Yeah, it's very so funny. funny. And I again, very much Audrey to be like Dawson Leary. And Audrey would be like, hey, Audrey. And they have this, like, big hug. And Yeah, like, they've been friends for fucking 20 years. But Audrey is that bitch who makes she people is. feel like they have been friends for 20 years. I know. I know. Love her. I know. Um, and uh, Pacey is being a big old wet blanket. And he's just, like, pulls Jack aside. He's like, you got him drunk? He's like, yeah, so what? He had, he got, he, so what? He's drunk. Pacey's like, you're supposed to make him feel better sober. He's like, oh, uh, no. The objective was to make him feel better, period. He's like, yeah. look at him. And Dawson is just like hugging Audrey and like. Yeah. I know we're supposed to be like Team Pacey in this point. Being like, yeah, you're right, Jack. Like, you're really spiraling with this frat stuff. But I'm I not. agree with the move. I really do. I do too. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe Dawson's going to regret some of the stuff he said, but I feel like, hear me out. Like, if yeah. he is, the reason Safe. he's getting these anxiety attacks is because he's like holding in all of this grief and that's how Correct. it's coming out. I feel like you get him a little drunk, let him blow off some steam. Right. He's not holding in his emotions so much and he's less likely to have an anxiety attack. Yeah. So and I'm not I think saying they like, do the job. Yeah, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm an adult. Like, I'm not saying like, yeah, drown all your anxieties in alcohol. and alcohol. Like, yeah, like if this was like an everyday occurrence exactly. for a prolonged period of time and it's affecting his life in a negative way, then of course, like we're not promoting drinking every day. But like one night where he can just release is totally fine. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, and so then, uh, we get, uh, I, I love this where Dawson's like, we don't see enough of each other to Audrey. <laughs> like, you're yeah, right. Every time you're here, like every time I'm here, like you go off and like run away and you like yeah. go off and do something, which is so true because like, because once the nail again, polish, like, the nail, because <laughs> this is a show and it's like, okay, like we need to get like Joey and Dawson in a room together alone. Yeah. Audrey's there so like let's just have her like leave scene yeah this is very funny because he's like you're always like leaving when like I come here it's, it's just so very, true it's very 
very humorous. Love it. Yeah. So Joey comes up and he's like, "Oh, I was supposed to call you. I was supposed yes. to call you. Hold on, let me rectify." Yeah. This, this. is he- this is the messy bitch stuff that you and I love when Dawson is he's drunk. So fucking messy. So, so he, he leaves her a voicemail. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I don't know. Do you want me? I you don't have this the the transcript. Oh, I have it but... up. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm calling right now, and he goes, mm-hmm. "Come on, Joey, pick up. I know you're there." Uh, and Joey's kind of like, oh, Dawson, you're being so silly. And then he goes, okay, I'm yeah. going to leave a message. Joey, hey, it's Dawson. I'm here at this party in a boat. And I wish you're here, but you're not. And it sucks that you're not here. I was supposed to call you. And I'm sorry. I didn't call you. I meant to. And I was going to. I really was going to. But you know what? I couldn't. I just couldn't call you. Does that make any sense? And Joey's just like, ha, ha, ha. You're so funny. Um, Am I making sense? Or am I rambling like a drunk idiot? And he goes on your machine. I think that's what I'm doing. But that's okay. Because you left me a drunken message on my machine. And if you hadn't, I probably would have gone back to L.A. And you know what? Actually, I would probably still be there right now. And maybe my dad would still be alive. So I thank you, Joey. I appreciate that. Okay. Call me. Bye. And then you see Joey's face. And she's just like, like, staring at him. Yeah, she's just she's dumbfounded. She's silent and he just stares at her with this like drunken look of like yeah. Uh-huh. And then he just turns away to the other like partiers and he's yeah. just like, "Yeah." Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just like poor Joey has no idea what to say to this. So let's break this down. So he's saying cuz it, it the the logic doesn't really make sense. So if she said, "If you had not left that message, then I would have none of this makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense because he says, if you hadn't left the message, then I wouldn't have, I would have gone back to LA and then I would have stayed there and then my dad wouldn't die. It just doesn't make sense because it's like, okay, so theoretically, if he had gone, if Joey hadn't left the message, then he was already. In LA or he was already in Boston by the time by the he time realized he heard he the message. message. But so he's saying the reason he didn't go back to LA was because of the message and because of that conversation that's they not, had as not, a result of the message. But it doesn't really make remember no, because, because he already saw his, nope. He already saw his parents and told them that he wanted to stay. By yeah. the time he beef that way, he told them that before he heard the message from joey right yeah yeah and i think i think part of it is like there's no logic because he's drunk and he's but he's pulling at straws but there's a a layer of him that blames joey for his dad's death everyone you know that's the thing is is it has nothing to do with the message i think like what he's really saying is like if i didn't have feelings for you and if i didn't come to visit you then none of this would have happened. Yeah, because he that wouldn't have gone sense. back to Cape Side to say, I'm not going back to school. His dad exactly. wouldn't have been angry. He wouldn't yeah. have had the milk, which is the reason his right. dad had to go out. Think, like, he's yeah. really setting up a whole other timeline of what Correct. could have happened. Yeah, and I think that that, like, is part of the grieving process. I think mm-hmm. that, like, things get really, like, confused. I think that um, he's trying to find a reason or why this happened. I think that he's trying to find a person to blame. Yeah. Joey was afraid of this. She was afraid that he would blame her. Yeah. Is that, is that true? I think so. Um, 
I think she's or did more. We say this? Somebody said it. I think it's more that she was afraid that like he would blame himself would blame yeah would blame himself and she was afraid that she wasn't helping him through the grieving process mm-hmm. enough that was more so then was. was it just me who thought that he would blame her eventually Maybe. because like i kind of i kind of felt that like Maybe. i'm not surprised by this but yeah. i disagree with it of course of course um, um yeah so she like she doesn't know what to say and then we flash to like the next morning where he's waking up like hung over on dos on pacey's boat pacey's- or not pacey's but yeah so pansy hands him this beverage and it is sauerkraut juice honey and tabasco and apparently sauerkraut juice just hanging around there like a a restaurant i suppose um this sounds like death i ha i don't think i would ever try this no i wouldn't either like i don't know like a tequila sunrise it to be honest with you it looks like grapefruit maybe juice, if you chug it it's bean. not that bad like if you should take a shot of it but it's a full cup it's a little it's a little cup yeah yeah and uh so pacey says like yeah you definitely said some shit last night like joey's gonna forgive you sooner than you're gonna forgive you yourself you know just yep. drink it because you're gonna it's gonna make you feel better dawson right. just looks like shit yeah i mean he's hungover he drank a lot last night we don't mm-hmm. exactly know how much but it was a significant amount for him to get the dawson sillies Mm -hmm. and um yeah he kind of has to deal with like what he said and what he did yeah um audrey's mom is leaving and i'm so proud of audrey here where audrey or her mom is like i the only reason i say some things to you is out of love Mm -hmm. um and uh and she does this whole speech and audrey says you know what was missing like an apology like you didn't say you were sorry she mm-hmm. says, let's not do this anymore. And her mom's like, oh, you don't want me to visit? And she's like, well, that would be awesome. But I know that's not going to happen. <gasps> so let's yeah. try to just be good to each other. Because I might be a spoiled brat, but I'm the only one you've got. And you may be a raging psychotic person, but you're my raging psychotic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she says, I'm sorry. And she says, me too. And they like, they do hug. And I was just proud of Audrey for like, standing up for herself and not like her mom is very much trying to brush things under the rug which i get the vibe that they do this all the time that this is just the relationship they have yeah um where they just don't talk about it and they pretend it didn't happen and they move on right so are you concerned like this is just gonna be like a habitual repeated incident over oh, her and over mom again? is never gonna yeah her mom so, is never gonna change in my but opinion. it so it makes me sad because her mom is obviously toxic to her but it doesn't seem like her dad's in the picture and this is probably the only family that she has so she's yeah. going to keep going to her mom as a place of comfort and her mom is always going to be trashing her all the time yeah. it just makes me sad because this is like the type of thing that is like going to be like a repeated process throughout her life until mm-hmm. audrey realizes like how toxic her mom is to her yeah. um i mean we'll we'll see like maybe this is the first time she ever stood up for herself maybe audrey's mom is going to really like think about it and maybe this is a turning point but if not then it's just going to be like on repeat forever until yeah. i don't know like until indefinitely because it's i mean her mom has like some really tough shit that she needs to work through with self-image and self-worth in regards to how she looks and what her body is like this Mm -hmm. this is all stuff that her mom has to work out not even Andre. yeah exactly and it's like the the part of her like 
putting all of this on Audrey of like all this pressure mm-hmm. to like live up to the mm-hmm. things she didn't get to do. And her mom, awful. yeah, blames her. Like we didn't even talk about like her mom blames Audrey for the fact that her own modeling and actress career is yeah, it's, it's completely bullshit. Into fruition. It's not Audrey's fault. You got pregnant. Like Audrey did mm-hmm. nothing wrong. She was birthed. Oh my God, what a terrible person. You know, yeah. like yeah. it's, yeah, it's truly fucked up. Um, and I do, I love this next scene though, where Audrey goes in and she's, and she like, thanks Joey. Like Audrey is so giving with her emotions. Like she's not someone who is like afraid to say thank you or you hurt my feelings or, you know what I mean? She's just very open and honest, like with her emotions and, and Joey doesn't even understand. She's just like, what did I do? And she says, you defended my honor and you took me to a party that I didn't have to invite myself to. Um, and yeah. even when Joey says, oh, it was nothing, Audrey's like, absolutely not. It was something. You made me feel good about myself. Uh, all that stuff you said, I hope you don't think any less of me. Um, and Joey's like, I'm glad I could help. And she's just like, well, I, ret- I wish I could return the favor. And I yeah, I really love that. Like, because another person just would like not say anything and just be like, you know, like not pretend it didn't happen, but just be like, yeah, I don't I don't feel the need to like say thank you. But Audrey was very much like, no, what you did was a huge deal for me. And like is mm. like and especially the I love the idea that like yeah, Joey probably hasn't been inviting her to parties. Audrey's probably just been inviting herself. <laughs> yeah. And like Audrey like is really sensitive to that. Like she's just like you invited me. Like I didn't have to invite myself. Like that's a huge deal. I thought it was so sweet. Oh, I just love it. I just I I just think that's so important for both of them to have this friendship. I think that like Audrey's probably one of those girls that like, you know, like she's charismatic and she can like, you know, carry herself in a party or, but I don't think that like she's ever had somebody that truly is like looked out for her and yeah. had her back through thick and thin. Like people, people like, especially teenagers are so flighty. Like it sounds like she transferred schools a lot. So she never had yeah. like a solid group of friends or a mm-hmm. solid person. And as we know, Joey has never really had a female friendship that she can just feel like she could be herself with without yeah. jealousy. We talked about it earlier this episode. So I think it's just so great for the both of them to be like have this friendship. I just love it. I really, really yeah. do. It's really, it's really, really doing it for me. Yeah. Um. Then we get Dawson, this whole conversation with Dawson and Jen at Graham's house. Yeah. Um, where, again, I don't like how Jen is just like, oh, how was your frat pack experience? I can't picture you hanging out well, with a group of guys who consider a high five an acceptable form of greeting. I'm like, so- Jen, you're so fucking judgy. Like, you haven't even met very these judgy. guys. It reminds me of very much, um, what was it, when she became, like, the head cheerleader and she was always being like, cheerleaders are stupid and like school spirits bullshit and it's like i like she's always been like anti establishment establishment like status quo like preppy like gatherings type of thing yeah but you know like the the head cheerleader the cheerleaders were bitches but like you know yeah, she's, in that situation, she, like her hatred was kind of more warranted than here, where but it she's was never really there's the pep guys. rally stuff too. Like she's yeah. always been your right, like anti-organizational establishment type of thing. So yeah. like I she's just being like a judgy bee. I don't know. Yeah, and it's really jealous. annoying. She's and jealous. She, she is jealous. Know. She's so jealous. It's hard because it's like 
the fra- the fraternity is making her lose her best friend in her mind. So yeah. of course you're going to blame the fraternity because that's like the common denominator why they're not super close just the two of them anymore. Yeah. But Jack needed this. Like he's never had like a group of guys that just like him for him. Yeah. And uh, I like that Dawson was just like, you know what? It was nice because last time I was here, everyone walked on eggshells. And so yeah. it was nice to like not have to worry about that yeah and what and one more thing i'm like i'm like just about the jack thing like and like mm-hmm. defending the fraternity thing it's just like i feel like this is the first time in his life that he's been able to be selfish because and where it's yeah. been like he's been able to put himself first because i'm thinking back like tim his older brother was the star of the family. He was the, yeah. the 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 preppy one, the good kid, the one that got into, you know, the good university, the one that like the whole entire family looked up to, and they used to like drive to his like football games or whatever at university, and they would always like fight. I remember the story where Andy and Jack were like, "Oh, we always used to like fight over Tim's attention." Yeah. Um, and all this stuff. Then on the other hand, we have Andy who is also the golden child in terms of like schooling she was always the best student she mm-hmm. was the one that got into harvard she but then like on the other flip of the coin like you know like tim passed away and andy had her mental health issues and it was never about jack and when it was it was negative things like it was the fact that jack was gay and his father at first was like can't you just be quote unquote in his words normal because our family already has too much shit going on and this is the first time in jag's life where he doesn't have to compete with his siblings and he doesn't have to worry about what everybody is doing he can just have fun and be himself and i'm so happy for him and i just wish that like jen can take the jealousy aspect out of it but also jen doesn't really happen like i mean like she's like friendly with dawson right now but like and, like jack was her friend i don't know it's really really tough it's so nuanced high school friendships and college friendships whatever like what what am i even saying i'm just rambling on <laughs> I just like like I, I don't know like I just like feel for Jack I don't know I just like, no I I'm a hundred percent with you here like I feel like if Jen had like gone to a frat party and like then hated the guys for like you know, whatever reason that's yeah. different she hasn't given them a single shot and she hasn't considered the fact that no. maybe this is what Jack needs right now she's yeah. taking this all very personally mm-hmm. and like also just like basically saying it's either me or the frat which isn't fair to jack at all yeah yeah so and she hates it because it's an establishment and because it's taking jack away from her and yeah. that's Gotta why say, she so the jen storyline this season is not working for me so far well you know maybe things can turn around you know like, no, we're six episodes like, in there's plenty of time i'm just yeah, saying like it's, it's the dud of the of the season so of far. the yeah yeah um so it's, you know college is a hard tra- transition for everybody yeah uh, so then we get Pacey and Karen chatting. She Ooh, had like, yeah. oh, like he talks, oh, I thought you had a date. And she's like, no, I got called in. I got to work overtime, whatever. And we see the necklace she's wearing is dun, 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 the necklace from the boat, which it was funny because when we were like, oh, well, we find out who he's cheating on his wife with. And we're like, well, if it's going to be someone, it's going to be someone we know. We didn't think it was going to be Karen, though, because we're like, well, well, they hate each other. Well, no, you said that. I oh, you said, said it's going to be Karen. I, I don't said remember. like the vibes felt like it was Karen. <gasps> There you go. And it is Karen. Uh, and she's like, oh, it was my grandmother's. You know, I thought I lost it. And we're like, oh, 
yeah wow. yeah uh yeah so pacey has to digest all of that now mm -hmm. yeah. um then we're at the train station and uh dawson is just like i don't i don't know how to apologize like i just i don't even know what to say yeah and i was very joey proud of dawson in this scene actually yeah because joey's just like we don't need to apologize like it's fine like you were a jerk i figure you're feeling all kinds of stupid um and they're talking about like going to the movies and like oh it's a two dollar movie theater which is insanely cheap yeah um, that reminds me of the olden days where uh on tuesdays movies were like super cheap like mm -hmm. five dollars if that or free yeah. movie tuesdays something like that yeah yeah it's uh and it's funny because Dawson's just like, you know what? I used to love going to the movies, but like, I don't know what to do with myself now. And Joey's mm -hmm. like, you know what? Your dad died. Like, you can feel that way. And Dawson admits the reason he was in town was because he was supposed to see a therapist and he flaked out on them. And he says, nothing makes sense. Um, and he wants to tell her something. And he said, when I made the decision not to go back to L.A., all I could do was daydream about this one thing, kissing you. I was looking forward to the day when it would finally feel right for me and you to give it another chance um but it seemed it seemed so possible at that time it yeah. was just around the corner and then he died and then it went away and i was living in this fuzzy world of daydreams and i got yanked out of it and i don't know how to get back there and what scares me is that i might not ever get back there um and so he has this like whole speech about like it just doesn't feel right anymore yeah. like everything feels different and joey kisses him and she says, oh, you'll be, you'll find your way back. In the meantime, I'll be daydreaming for the both of us. And I was just like, was now the time to kiss him? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe like a cheek kiss would have been more appropriate. And it just feels so like he's so sad. And so to me, it, <laughs> and it, and it, the way they do it is so, so slow motion. Yeah. And I, and I can't tell. Okay. So I can't tell if it is slow motion of the camera or if Joey is literally moving at like the <laughs> slowest pace I've ever seen in my life. But she like goes in for this slow yeah. motion kiss. And mm -hmm. I, okay. One of my favorite, if you haven't rewatched this episode, you need to because you need to watch Dot like when they pan back and we get Dawson's face like on the screen because she literally kisses like half his mouth. Oh. She kisses the side of his mouth. Oh, oh, okay. So this is the move because she wants to go in for, um, for like a proper kiss, but then like, she's like getting the vibes. Like maybe this is like kind of weird. So then she goes towards the cheek. Yeah. But then she got half cheek, half lips. Oh, so maybe, okay. So th maybe that was, she had so much time to decide because it was so slow. Like, because she's waiting, theoretically, she's waiting for, for him to make the signal. Yeah. And then it flops. And yeah. <laughs> it's half cheek. And he's just half standing lips. there and he, he, he like doesn't say anything. Fish. Like, yeah, he's literally dead, dead mouth. His mouth was like literally open. Like he was breathing through his mouth when she did it. Oh it was God. so weird. And so then they hug because like he has to get on the train. And she heard the look on her face is like, oh, fucking shit. I shouldn't have kissed him. That this was is terrible. Just, like a real moment. Like I think that like she just flopped. Like this is why they don't work together because oh, of no, this no, shit. Yeah. But the funniest thing was is that like I think like it was the first time that I was feeling like before this like awkward kiss. I was like oh like maybe maybe this is the first time i'm getting like dawson joey vibes like really? in terms of like I me felt... want because dawson was able to communicate being like 
I'm just not in this place right now for any yeah. sort of like romantic anything. I guess I just felt the complete opposite because I was like, this feels like so awkward to me. Like the whole thing the felt whole, very awkward. The worst awkward. part of it is that like Joey's essentially saying like, I'm going to wait for you. That's exactly what she's saying. She's like, I'll daydream enough for the mouth of us. But then, and I'm like, he didn't ask you to, bitch. But it just feels so bad because then, like, she's wasting her college years on somebody that's, she like, is. not even asking not her available. to, to, he's just not in that place. He's not emotionally available at this no. moment. His emotions are tied up in his father's death and he doesn't have time to sort out his feelings on Joey and everything I know. At this and then, like, freaking Joey is going to be waiting for, she's I mean. such a fucking sad sack, too. I like, all I want do. is for single Joey to go out with Audrey and get fucked. That's Me all too. I want. I want someone to bend her over the table and that's it. That's what I that's want it. for her. That's all. I that's want her to have some good sex. Yeah, but I I just like she's going to be like one of those girls in college that's yeah. A long distance like Ugh. oh like I can't like I have it's somebody so at annoying. Home. I want her to have like fun uncomplicated sex or like yeah fun uncomplicated well, relationships she's, she's too she's, she's never going to be loosey-goosey like it's that very annoying yeah she's never going to get there like she <gasps> just can't she doesn't have that ability but the it, yeah. it's just interesting because like so then like what like is she like the next time she finds somebody that she's like remotely interested in and she's going to be like oh no i'm so conflicted because i promised dawson that i would wait for yeah. him even though he didn't ask her her too and like now i'm getting feelings for somebody else and like yeah now like what does dawson feel like what happens if he just wants to be free like dawson's no. still a virgin like yes. for god's sake like when is this ever going to end still a virgin people freaking virgin points dawson like get yeah. on the grind yep At um this point, i'm just like i don't know but that's our episode. Yeah. Um, would you like to hear from uh, the one, the only fabulous Kimmy on her thoughts on this episode? Kimmy? Of course I would. Yeah. Uh, she says that, uh, here's what I realized about teen dramas. I watch them for the ships and everything else is gravy. That's why I can't appreciate Dawson's Creek post Jossie. Like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> she, said, she said, this episode featured Dawson. And she says, making me miss his cascading bangs with these tiny strings on his forehead. Listening to this children's doctor convince him that the only grief counselor exists in Boston. Uh, Joey and Dawson, with all the sexual chemistry of Jack and Andy, having the blandest and saddest kiss. <laughs> the cat, the kiss is fascinating. It really was. It was fascinating. Uh, Joey sitting through a dinner that was somehow equally equal parts cringy and boring. Jen starring in equal parts cringy and boring low budget porn. Uh, and, and then she says, PC. Honestly, who the hell cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that much is that's, very much that's true. That's very fair. Like, we don't know. We didn't really talk about this much, but like, we don't know enough about Karen and Danny to honestly give a single fuck about their I mean, affairs. It's a little spicy. But I it's think, not Pacey spicy. It's no. Pacey adjacent spicy. And no, like, it's kind of like, oh, like the 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 dirt is like, what is do uh, what is Joe? No, what is Pacey going to do with this information? And how does it yeah. make it feel and feel? It who cares? I don't know, it's a little weird you're yeah. right i mean the pacey storyline the thing is is that he doesn't really i don't love the fact that he's a chef mainly because i know how shitty that career is and i don't wish that upon well, my and worst it's just enemy. like out of nowhere like it's so weird and it 
and who cares about Danny and Karen? Like, none of us do. Like, the drama is with Pacey. Like, have Pacey do something dramatic. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really mind that storyline. Like, I gotta be honest. Is there anything else from Kimmy? Yeah. She says, who was there to root for this episode? What storyline were you looking forward to? What lesson to learn? What will they or won't they? Does anyone uh, does anyone give a fuck about? Uh, she <laughs> says, wouldn't you guys prefer a, sol- a show solely focused on a gay guy and a cisgender frat navigating the difference between bro love and love love? Or a lovable yeah. party girl looking for her mother's approval and an unlimited credit card transferring from school to school. Like, give Jack and Andrea a spinoff and cancel the creek. Good lord. <laughs> um, okay. I think okay. that's fair. Like, I do think we've we have said the Jack yeah. stuff and the Audrey stuff is what's working for us. Like, correct right now. I, in my okay, so correct. Yes, I do. I, I gotta be like perfectly like transparent. Like this, and I, I the stuff with Dawson is working with me. And that's mainly because I can relate to it. So I think that, like, you know, we spoke to Eric not too long ago. And I think, like, he can relate to it because he's mm-hmm. a parent, like, um, young. And I think that, like, it's not a fun storyline, but I think it's something that is important. Now, I think that people yeah. like Jen, Joey, and Pacey are getting a little lost in the shuffle this season. Yes. Because they're not – their stuff is not – interesting fun nor important because yeah i think that dawson storyline is important no i'm with you the only dawson stuff that isn't working for me is the the part with joey like i think the other part is pretty fascinating but like yeah the joey will they won't they is super stupid and the jen stuff is not working for me at all like so i think like and i'm not like I I'm enjoying this season. I would say like overall, I'm very much enjoying this season. I love Me drunk too. Dawson. I love seeing him drunk. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, we'll see what happens on if like, you know what I mean? If, if those characters storylines improve, because mm-hmm. not every storyline has to be a hundred percent or a plus for us to like be enjoying the show. But I feel like with Jen, they really dropped the ball this season and yeah. it's really frustrating me that but at it's least like, I'm not mad at her. You know, I mean like I'm a little mad I'm at her, but okay. So this is, this is like my point B is we implemented this in our, um, our coverage of Boy Meets World, where we lowered our expectations yeah. of the show itself, but also of Eric in particular, and we gave in to the stupidness. And that's what we have to do. We have to okay. lower our expectations and yeah. give in to the insanity. And then we're happy. I came into the season True. thinking that this was going to be the biggest pile of dog shit that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a grand old time because it's I wonderful. have zero expectations and I don't expect anything from anybody. And in terms of like, oh, there's no good ships anymore. I didn't love the ships anyway, Kimmy. And you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't- about the wall kimmy and you know that when is oh my god the wall we're not going back to the wall we've talked about the wall um do you want to know what next week's episode is yeah uh text lies and videotape like i I gotta be honest i am in i'm intrigued by all three of these things wait what was that sex text no text (laughs) okay text sexting did not exist there's no texts what do you mean text it could be text like words, not okay. like a text. Okay. Lies, lies and lies. videotape. I just saw <laughs> I just saw the Cam and Tommy thing finally after oh, yeah. the entire it's, year. Yeah. Um no no videotapes. 
it's something's happening. No tapes are allowed in my periphery. Happening. This is gonna be a spicy episode. It sounds like I'm hoping so. Um, so that will be sex tape here. Like, is this what we're thinking about? Could be. I mean, there was text, lies, and videotapes. Exactly. Could be anything. Um, so very excited for that next week. Um, Sarah, anything else you want to discuss before we let the children go? No, it's enough, but thank you. Okay. Uh, you can catch us at shit 90s pod on Twitter and Instagram, shit 90s pod.com, shit 90s pod at gmail.com. If you want to yeah. be like the lovely Kimmy and send in feedback, we love feedback. We appreciate it. You can leave us a voicemail also on the website. Um, Besides that, I have, uh, let's see, Mythic Quest is coming back. Go check out our coverage on Post Show Recaps. Me and Adam are covering it over there. Um, that's all I have right now. Sarah, would you like to tell the people about the bonus content that they can expect from us very mm, soon? November. Okay, so November is surprisingly a little bit busy. But we have um, a, so our regular bonus content, we are covering um adam's family because that new like wednesday adam show is coming out mm-hmm. and we thought like let's keep the halloween party vibes continuing so we're covering adam's family with lt hopefully yes. yeah yeah I, I really i'm really looking forward Very to having exciting. lt on um we've been like really trying to get our schedules to work together for us to cover something together so super excited then later in the, in the month, we are covering Ghost. Um, Jessica's never seen Ghost. I don't know I how. I've not seen Ghost. Yeah. Um, so we have some very special guests coming up for that. We're having Josh Wiggler on for that mm-hmm. and Emily Fox. I believe so. I believe Emily Fox will also be joining us. We'll see. Spectacular. So we yeah. have that coming. We also have a couple of collaborations on the board. Um, there is this amazing Netflix movie that just came out that has all of the 90s references and vibes called yeah. Do Revenge. And we are collaborating with the Kowski cast with Mary Kowski. And we're covering that with her and i'm very excited to talk about that and then there could be like something else on the horizon with another collaboration with another podcast in the future that's a busy month we're just trying to figure out some details so lots of bonus content from shit 90 shows taught me and a lot of exciting stuff going on and i'm excited about all of it and that's that's about it and then december of course is christmas time and hanukkah time yeah, we will be talking all through that stuff in December. Um, but a lot going on here on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're leaving us reviews because we love we love nice reviews. It's always nice to read a nice review. Yeah. Um, but yeah, join us next week for text lies and videotape when we're gonna see what's up with that because it sounds dramatic. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. Have a good one. Just Bye. Shit 90 shows taught me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.